0: lawyer talk off the record on the air uh, here we are yet again providing awesome content for the millions of listeners out there all over the world I might add uh, the far reaches of the United Kingdom uh, probably folks in the uh, maybe the Ukraine that won't even acknowledge yeah. uh, Australia I saw that we've had downloads in Australia yeah, interesting yeah. downloads nice. Nice. yeah good day mate yes how about learning about some Bitcoin today
1: Bitcoin. Jeff came down the other day, telling me about some guy that made a new world with Bitcoin. Yeah, Seascaper,
0: uh, We're going to
1: get
0: We're going to get to the Seascaper, But Bitcoin, man, uh, what a crazy concept! I mean, just, just I a, still don't
1: have my brain wrapped around it. I'll be honest, because you know, I'm the guy that Steve will be like, "Well, it's in the clouds. It's in the Google Cloud. Just download from there." I'm like, that means nothing to me. You I know, have no idea what what that means in the clouds.
0: Where is that? I, you know, I am not. I'm. 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 An, I'm old. I'm an old fashioned guy, but it's like, I, I try to explain to folks at the office. All right, guys, here's what, how it's going to work. So don't put anything on this little box next to you. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, all right, these have, these are represented by little, little letters in there and you can't save anything there. It has to go over to this side. And everybody looks at me like I'm, like I am
1: like, I'm crazy. I mean, he calls me the millennial. Bitcoin. <laughs> he's <I remember> our, <laughs> he's I was, our guy. I was in my store and I had a couple customers, right? And they were sitting down they're talking. I was like, yeah, well, I've been mining these and I've got the server set up in here. And then they're like the cooling system. And I hear them talking about cooling systems and fannings and rooms. And I'm like, what is all this crazy talk? And you know what? Mining. One of these customers ended up being... The mighty mighty John Sellers. John, True. big he was, John. He was over there, and I forget the the one guy. He was a he was a, he was a military guy, and oh, uh, yeah. you, you guys you guys were both. And I was a, and I was eavesdropping. Mm. Okay, because like I didn't know you know I mean I didn't know what's going on. I'm taking care of business there, and these guys are having this discussion about this money they're making with. Turning their houses into computers, and I'm like, "What is this crazy
0: <laughs> nonsense?" It is nuts. And here's what's funny: I I knew very little, of, and still know very little about this Bitcoin phenomenon. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, John Sellers, our resident expert in like vaping, CBD, bitcoins, tech world, sure, and uh, and hacking. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, I my my son I, is all parents would try to do try to find activities that the kids like and then go explore it with them and as long as it doesn't involve a screen I'm usually okay with it well he got in his head he wanted to build a pc and it was for gaming so that directly involves screens but I, I thought all right if you can't beat him join him right at least he has to get his hands inside a box and figure out how to put it all together and and do whatever it takes and, and you know I, it wasn't that long ago that I participated in building one of the servers for my office I mean I knew sort of what was involved and and I also knew that most of the most of the stuff that causes trouble is is the operating system and getting it all working later. But we go over to the computer store with uh, uh, Mike, my computer man, who's got another guy over there, and uh, we walk in. We're like, uh, you know, Junior here wants to build a PC, gaming PC. Guy just sort of smiles and shakes his head, and uh, I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he says, "Well, you can build one if you want, but it's going to cost you about." 30% more than if I just sell you this one right here. And I'm looking at him like oh, and that one's right. built. And this one's built Done. by them. Yeah. Done. And 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 probably with better parts than I was going to purchase. And uh and and my son is like no way. No way, dad, he's not you know he's tugging my sleeve he's like don't listen to him. I want to build it. He doesn't know anything about doesn't it. Doesn't know what he's talking about. And um and he goes, "Still don't believe me? Let's go let's go shopping." Yeah. We get the shopping cart and we go around all the little aisles at Micro Center, and he's throwing the stuff in. Now, what do you want? You want, uh, you know, this Fetzer valve, or do you want this flex capacitor, or this one, or whatever <laughs> it was? And uh, he fills up the car with all the stuff. We add it all up, and lo and behold, it was about 30% more than the one that he had already built that had more or like a, a, a better, I guess, for lack of a better word. And it finally it came down to a couple simple things, or really one simple thing, is that the video cards yep. cost a fortune. And I was like, well, a video card? He's was like, this thing? And he goes, well, yeah. I, and I was like, why? Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? There, there was, look- everybody was buying them to, get, to make Bitcoins.
2: Correct. You could take a graphics card, which essentially had a processor and enough RAM on it, you know, video RAM, to turn it into a small computer strictly for mining Bitcoins. So you'd have these people who would buy up literally hundreds of graphics cards run them on a real janky setup with a big fan blowing over it, just mining and cranking out coins all day long. Like, hundreds of
1: graphics I don't understand cards. the mining. It was so... I don't know how... But we're going to get to that. so foreign to me.
0: <laughs> but here's what it was. They, they had built these PCs before the shortage. Yes. And it was... Uh, and the price is like this ever-increasing uh, price. And they, they built these ones in-house to sell under mm-hmm. their power spec or whatever their, their model brand is. And um, they could sell them at the price of the video cards at the time, or the graphics cards at the time they built it. And here we are like four weeks later, and they had almost doubled in price because nobody was building them. There was a shortage across the world. And um, I I got it in my head. I was like, Jared, you'll appreciate this. I was like, well, wait a minute. Let me understand this. This has a graphics card that you're essentially going to sell me as part of this package for X. And it now costs me X times two to buy this graphics card. How many of these things you got? And he looks at me. and goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "I'll buy six of
1: them." Yep. These are expensive. These are expensive. What are we talking expensive? What's a What's a couple grand? Yeah, three. Couple grand grand for a card? No, no, no,
0: no, 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 for the for the box. Oh, okay. But to build it was going to cost even more than that. Correct. And and I could have recouped the cost of one of them by yanking the graphics cards out of all the other ones and selling them, and then having a really awesome PC, except Mm -hmm. without like the gaming graphics card that I was going to use here at the office. I mean it was like <laughs> it's crazy I had this whole plan and, and Mike, Mike, Mike's like I'll do it with you and I was just like
1: I don't understand why you need the box because if you've been watching the news the functional pasta PC <laughs> recently came out where somebody made a PC out of pasta that actually worked there you go I like it and the cool little photograph there he set it up is it vegan friendly? it uh, doesn't look like there's any meat in there, I mean, maybe, curious, but... A
2: marinara sauce. You know, a vegan PC, that could be a thing. That's but that was,
1: I remember, once again, I, in my store, I get a number of people that like electronic components, mm-hmm. and I've got a lot of gamers that come in. I don't know much about gaming, so but John does, and they'd be talking, and I'd hear these guys come in, and there was this whole rant and rave now going on about these video cards and the pricing, yeah. how they can't play their video games and how they can't build this. And I went to John, I was like... So why is there a shortage on these cards? What's the deal, bro? You know,
0: Jared's—he's a business angle. He's like, Wait a I, minute, <laughs> i I need to get in on this. It's like, yeah, you'll sell me these cards, supply and demand <laughs> yeah. for for less than this over here. It's like I'll take them. Uh, I ended up not doing that, but um, you know, my dad always told me. I remember when I was young about the stock market when I first started to invest things or do whatever. He just said, "Look, look, boy, I learned a long time ago that if you're buying." the people that know what they're doing are already selling and vice versa. And uh, so it's like, I realized quickly in that conversation with this guy, I was way behind the curve on, on Bitcoining. And I figured if, if, if there's already a shortage of graphics cards, it is not an investment. That's too late. I mean, I'm getting nothing for this and I can maybe sell the graphics cards and make a buck there. But as far as Bitcoining itself, even though I'm still almost sitting here know nothing about them Mm -hmm. um, and we're about to learn all there is to know uh, that I was too late. So, Hmm. Um we've got a we've got a ocean fugitive we've got microcenter we've got gaming PCs graphics cards and john sellers yes all swirling around the 511 studio C <laughs> and we are going to link it all up for you right now so what the hell is a bitcoin john
2: so bitcoin is let's first thing understand it it is not a technical currency it is not backed by anything it is a strict commodity Therefore, Mm -hmm. its value is entirely dependent on what people are willing to pay for it. What is a Bitcoin? Just a chunk of data. That's it.
1: That's it. It is a So this is just like a gold or silver or
2: No, it's literally just a sequence of numbers. Well, you know yeah. what I mean, but
1: with with a commodity like it's it's an object and whatever people will pay for it, you know how it goes up <laughs> yeah, and down. Yeah, it is
2: very similar to that but a much more volatile market yeah. because I mean, it's it's not backed by anything. It's literally what people are willing to spend on it. So I mean, when we had the huge Bitcoin skyrocket when you know people were making these millions of dollars, it dropped just as suddenly as it came on. Hmm.
0: So, I'm trying to get my head around this. So, if we're, <laughs> we're going to talk just basic economics. Sure. I mean, there we abandoned the gold standard here, I think, in our country a while ago. Correct. And uh, there's been talk mm-hmm. of, of going back to that, right, to, to sort of peg the dollar. But, no, the gold standard, like, gold is a commodity, and that used to back our money. Absolutely. So, right now, our money is not a whole lot different, right? We just control, no. the, we control the amount of money, um, we being the government. And, sure. And... Um, it's then spent as legal tender, uh, and it's got the backing, I suppose, that because everybody uses it and wants it. But if I just wanted to create my own money, it's funny, we did this one time, John, believe it or not, and Jeff, you'll appreciate this, Jared, you might too. When I first started working as a young, overzealous, perhaps, law clerk for my mentors, uh, also working was... Uh, who, who later became my partner, Eric Yavich, uh, who later became another uh, a woman who became our office manager. She will not let me use her name, so I won't uh, still to this day. And then another gentleman named Larry, who is still as part of our 511 crew here. And we all had to do everything. And this is a good lesson for those who are looking to get ahead. If somebody said, go get my laundry at the cleaners, we did it. If somebody said, you have to run over and... Uh, Pick up my prescription for my aunt. We had to do it. I even dropped off fecal samples for people's pets at the vet. Sweet. <laughs> this was my job as a young budding law, law clerk or lawyer, um, even as a lawyer later, as it turns out. And uh, if, if the same guy who called every single day called, and somebody had to deal with it, uh, you just had to deal with it, right? And, until we created uh, our own legal tender. I had Palmer Bucks. We had Larry Bucks, uh, and uh, the we- Shroot buck the shrewd buck yeah. and so stanley we started, nichols we started to <laughs> trade legal tender I, look i'll give you five palmer bucks if you answer this if you deal with this guy i can't deal with him yet again what does the palmer bucks get you uh, i don't remember but if you had admi- you got you it got you the ability it got like you that, the ability to buy lunch to or buy something? them back so um, it was just this tender that was that was tied to the task hmm. and you could buy back certain uh so if i if you have like 20 palmer bucks and uh, you wanted to, uh, didn't want to deal with something, then you had the money to do it. But if we had just printed infinite number of bucks, it would have had no value.
2: Correct. And, well, that's the good thing about Bitcoin. Despite what people think, there's not an infinite number of them.
0: How is that defined, and who could possibly enforce that definition?
2: Um, Well, the definition of it being enforced is really the nature of Bitcoin itself, because Bitcoin is mined from something we call the blockchain, which is a, it's a basically long, huge stretch of code that expands over the internet. That code is only so long,
0: eventually we run out of Bitcoins. Mm. So it is It is by definition a finite commodity. Very much so, yes. And when you say mine, I mean, I, I picture a bunch of computer guys digging holes in the earth to find <laughs> them. So mining means what? No, nah, it's more
2: like uh, one guy staring at a screen that's controlling about, you know, a, a moderate rig A com- or personal mining setup would usually be at least like two to three graphics cards. Um, and by mining them, how is he mining them? He's basically running an algorithm which translates that huge blockchain that I made, that I talked about, into small segments, i.e. Bitcoins. A bit of that code.
0: All right. And then somehow people just decided we're going to create this and start using it as currency.
2: No, actually what it was is it was a... That code, when you have that coin, is a very unique serial number. It's basically just a serial number is okay. really what this coin is. And what people decided to do was, hey... We Trade these, you know, it's it's anonymous, really. That coin does not get traced back mm. to you, it gets traced back to whatever is holding it, right? So, that's where you got people trading it for things. Like, yeah. uh, the first bitcoin sale was actually for a pizza yeah. 281 bitcoins for a large pepperoni. Whoops, that's some dollars, sort of yeah, like that's a like a couple million card. now. But you
1: know where we go with this, Steve? You know where it's a great platform for what's
0: that money laundering? Money laundering, Facts. indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. We sat at a meeting Jeff and I did with an individual who unfortunately had been wrapped up into the drug trade Mm. and was also a computer guy or a, or a techie guy. And he was buying and selling his commodity using Bitcoin. Yeah. And, you know, money laundering is an interesting concept because people don't quite realize all the time exactly what they're doing. When when you trade drugs for a service, that's money laundering. You know, any time that you're concealing a uh, a transaction from the IRS, it yeah, becomes sure. money laundering. But the most
1: simple terms would be like some drug dealer, you know, gets five grand for whatever, and they just go offer money, 5000 for as many Bitcoins as they can buy. Oh, yeah. And... Now they have this Bitcoin currency that's volatile, but who the heck? How well, can they I mean, trace it back to a drug transaction?
2: Yeah, it's super hard to do because most of the time when you're doing a illegal transaction like that, you're on the mysterious thing called the dark way.
1: That's the other yeah, thing I don't really yeah. get. Because right, <laughs> so um, I can't go to Bitcoin.com and say, all right, let's type in <laughs> algorithms today. Here we go. I you never got it. Mean?
0: It wasn't in my uh, value pack in the mail. Yeah. Buy your Bitcoins here. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. So we know sort of what a Bitcoin is. It's a serial number uh, derived from a really, 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 really long serial number with a final. Finite Correct. Uh, length. 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 All right. So if you if you cabbage that up and split it up into however many increments you want, and then everybody who is involved in this just agrees that they have value, then they do.
2: Correct. It's basically it was a representation of hey, it really think of it almost like a tracking number of what it was. So let's say you went to the dark web and you bought some drugs, right? You'd send him a Bitcoin. He'd receive it, and it would have a you know inherited value basically on what you agreed on but you get that number you know that number it's like i got a confirmation you sent me this number and that number is worth x amount of money
1: now and, i got to say is there like an escrow type to this too if i'm if i like the pizza example you gave sure can i can i put my my bitcoin somewhere and say until i get my pizza i'm not going to release that coin or do you just have to take somebody's
2: word for it uh, you're basically taking somebody's word for it it's sort of like sending them cash in the mail Gotcha. They can get it. You may now. You have like a wallet, which is what you contain your bitcoins in. It's a virtual wallet. Some of those would offer, you know, Bitcoin transaction protection and stuff like that. But for the most part, no. You're basically mailing cash.
0: And gotcha. what did the value represent, other than just agreement? Was the value representing the work that it? could... look, I, I always look at it this way: you can't just give money. Like the, the, there's no such thing as like transfer of income. It's earned. You have to yes. earn something. You have to sell a good or you have to sell a service. Well, in order to get something, and it is the work involved that has a tangible. Uh, value, uh-huh. or it is the good itself that has a tangible value. I mean, this is basic economics. Correct. So when people talk about transfer of income to somebody else, no, no that's nonsense. I mean, you have to work and you get paid income. Sure. Um, so I have to. I have to. The Bitcoin. The Bitcoin has to have some value, and I'm wondering if that represents like the. Uh, the hardware and the time that it took to mine it?
2: Yeah. In the earlier days, Bitcoins were relatively cheap, you know, two, three bucks a piece because people were really only charging about twice what their electricity bill was and... However mm. many, you know, there's the value, right? <clears throat> yeah, there's, yeah the value. it was yeah. literally yeah. cost of operations and cost of hardware divided by however many, however long you wanted to mine, essentially.
0: So from a, from a, like a more mod, or from a more traditional perspective, it would be the cost to print the money. Yep. Cost to print. Yeah.
2: That's why Bitcoins in the early days were super cheap. Speaking of which, somebody, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say in that case that you mentioned, um, I obviously tried my best to understand this Bitcoin concept, sure. but it was the the government was after him forfeiting these Bitcoins. And I say Bitcoins plural because it shocked me when I learned that when I actually saw what he had, he had like .631 something Bitcoin. <laughs> right. And that was like $5,000 <laughs> yeah. at the time. Like, you know what I mean? He didn't even have a full Bitcoin nah. and it was thousands. So if you made the mistake of trading for a pizza, 128 Bitcoins, and then held on to that for a few years- You were a billionaire. Probably talking- if big you, sold money, it's how, do you like those, sell how do you get the money? How do you get where do you get the cash? Tra- it's trade.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's so trade. So if you want it's,
1: it's only good if somebody's willing to accept it. So yeah, so yeah, and that's can, why it goes up yeah, and down.
2: You can sell it to somebody who's willing to buy it, but for the most part Bitcoins were literally
0: just man, used for that's trading. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it's it was just So a whole... this guy
1: what, what was ha- what this guy was doing was trading Bitcoin for drugs, but yeah. what a drug dealer could do is say, I want Bitcoins cuz I don't want to hold on to this dirty money that I just got. Can so, hey man, here's 5 grand. I'll I'll Yeah. Well, transfer. Oh no! Oh no! Well, Sh- I guess you could trade for it. Yeah, yeah,
2: like when the Bitcoin craze was like huge, there was a fa- Craigslist section dedicated to Bitcoin trades where people were selling like Ferraris, Porsches, brand new cars. For a Couple Bitcoin. Because yeah. they were going
1: up so hard. But the problem is, it, it's like the stock market.
2: It rolls. It will and then crash.
1: Well, I mean, I remember. I remember a, a friend of mine tried to get me into a multi level marketing Bitcoin app, and he was like, That's called <laughs> you, a you, pyramid you scheme. Yeah, up. up, <laughs> uh, yeah. Upside down triangle. Um, <laughs> um, inverse funnel system. I like that one. And I didn't play the game. But I mean, for a while, he would always show me, he was like, Look how much I just folded it back in. I'm just folding it back in. Now, I so, have <laughs> uh, heard much talk about this app no,
2: lately no
0: no so i got i got a question though and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push this thing down the road if, sure. if we have if i buy a car from jeff for bitcoin mm-hmm. um what do i put on the title when i transfer it for cost was there was there a recognized formula that so no because
2: bitcoin was never officially recognized as a currency by any government I'm not actually sure how that went down. You probably have to declare like the blue book value of the
0: car is what yeah, it was traded I as. I'd imagine. Way.
2: But like Bitcoin was never recognized by any official government except for Thailand and there's one other. That well, it
0: think. had a value in the sense of if, look, we're going to agree that you have to give me 5,000 worth of your Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So I suppose the value would be 5,000. Sure. And then I didn't pay in cash, I paid in Bitcoin. So it's like trading services. You have to, uh, I guess uh ascribe a dollar amount to it and that's yeah, it. so that. uh, all right so I mean it's just like a stock right hey like stock. one of my shares today
1: is worth a dollar tomorrow's worth a dollar 25. Yeah you know this I mean? is
0: like Bernie Madoff stuff right I mean just rock and roll yeah. now if we um it sounds to me that the time to get started would have been like 10 years ago 2010 mm. so eight years ago if you're at the bottom and you sold high people became millionaires I suspect
2: yeah, I, w- I started Bitcoin mining when I was, like, unemployed uh, shortly after high school for a little bit, and I mainly used my Bitcoins for buying, like, magic cards and super useful stuff like that, because mm. they were worth, you know, a whopping five bucks at the time. Uh Then later on, I held on to a few of them. It got up to they were worth, like, a couple hundred bucks a point. But yeah, if you held on to your Bitcoins from, like, 2010 to 2012 and didn't sell them until, you know, last year or two years ago, you were a millionaire. Easily right. now, to so get I'm guessing
1: to... from that Rolex watch, that's what you did.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, would... and
1: we should say too, it's not illegal to possess Bitcoin.
2: Right? No, no, I mean, it's no, it's completely, no, it's a commodity, yeah. you can own it, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah,
0: that's what's great about it. So, so, you don't like have any more Bitcoin like goat, no. right?
1: No. I'll trade you a goat for your Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you heard about the price of goats lately? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're skyrocketing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I guess the question is the market. Um, if I wanted to sell at some point, either at the heyday, at the height, or sometime uh, before that, who was out there paying cash to become a millionaire? Because you can have millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin, but as soon as, the, um, as soon as the market crumbled, you have zero.
2: Yeah, I mean, really, you could have millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin and nobody wanting to buy them. They're, see, but I mean, really, who was buying them a lot was uh, There was a huge company in China who currently has like i think 40 some percent of the bitcoins in the world oh. um you had huge companies especially in china and overseas that were just buying these bitcoins up as soon as somebody wanted to sell them
0: so uh, if I became a millionaire, then the implication is I sold yes. and collected in dollars or Correct. currency or whatever, wherever country you are, you collected in whatever that currency is. Hey, well, that that's really more of, I don't know. Tenor.
2: I don't know how you'd actually define that mainly because I'm sure you would have people who had Bitcoins that were worth millions of dollars claiming to be Bitcoin millionaires, but I wouldn't consider you a millionaire until you actually had the money in hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because not I'm not going to go buy a house with Bitcoin, yeah. generally speaking, in the open Probably market. Probably not, no. Nor am I going to, you know, it's like I, if I had Bitcoin, I'd want to transfer. So that to like a really secure bond fund, sure, if I, right. Millions of dollars, right? I, mean, I would want, I would want some sort of security with it. So
1: this is like playing fast and loose in the stock market. Like if you were just some day trader, it's like you could be up, you could be down. It's like
0: yeah, and the over counter stocks, just buying paper, basically. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. That, that's that's just. I had a finance professor
1: stuff. in college that worked on the New York Stock Exchange for a while, and he said there are literally times when I went to the bathroom and threw up a lunch. And I was like, I got to get after it. In the second half of the day, I was like, holy <laughs> crap. About it's pressure. like I'm living in an apartment I can't even afford. And I'm just like, you have these big hits and then you have these big losses. You know?
0: like, yeah. I remember Trading Places. We'll talk about that movie sometime. Anyway, you, uh, John, these guys are these these folks who became millionaires. What happened? I mean, if I'm a Bitcoin millionaire and I was able to cash out, like how many of those people really exist? Is there a number?
2: I'm not a fi- like not a number that I'm really aware of yeah. uh, I don't really keep track of who cash out or what but I know honestly I know of at least 20 confirmed people that really became millionaires from it
0: now if I wanted to go live on the ocean and hang out <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. and, and just sort of live my life freely I don't know Jeff where would I go
1: uh, you might not want to go off the coast of Thailand because ah. that is what's hot in the news right now. What a segue. How'd that happen? Yeah. Thailand.
0: Why are we talking about Thailand? Some good Thai food.
1: Well, I happened to come across the other day. I'm trying to pull it up. I should have brought the article down here because it's been a couple of days since I, since I read this. <laughs> You'd turn it over to John. Oh, you know all about it. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah, all right, go ahead, the dude. It's the, so uh, here, the floor your is yours.
0: Story. Here's the backstory. Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jared, and I are talking about bit, this Bitcoin millionaire.
1: Well, I'm, I'm pulling the beard on, on Cocaine Island. I, I, knew that, I knew that John had looked it up and you guys had the information, so I'm, I'm ready to hear the story.
0: Right. Well, I mean, we, we find out it has something to do with Bitcoin. Sure. See, that's the segue, by the way.
2: Segue. Yeah, so, spoiler
0: alert. So Jared's like, well, John's a Bitcoin expert. I'm like, really? Said, oh, yeah. <laughs> so John's here with all the research. Um, anyway, so who is this dude? What's his deal? And uh, we're going to do some lawyer talking here.
2: All right. So what we have here is a man named Chad Elowartsky. He El- He was a Bitcoin billionaire, made lots of money,
0: allegedly by trading and whatnot. And he's a he's a young young lad, right? Sure, I, I actually don't know. Twenties. How Jeff
1: old is he? think me thirty. I would say thirties. Like, yeah, when I saw him, he looked. Yeah. I mean, fairly young.
2: And uh, he got with this company called Ocean Builders, and him and a few other rich people who all I think made them a lot of money doing Bitcoin trading.
0: Now I wonder if he actually cashed out. Or if he was trading his commodity, so to speak, for goods and services this way. I don't know. See,
2: I don't know because he didn't have to pay for this house, which is interesting. He was living there as a volunteer, right. uh, him and his girlfriend.
0: All right. We're, we're going to back up. So this guy, um, Chad, uh-huh. Owarski, Ochoacinco, Ochoacinco, Chad Owarski, <laughs> makes millions in bitcoining. Now, here's what I need to know. I'm just a, I'm just a questioning pessimist by nature. Um. He happened to live in the freest country ever Correct. on the planet that we reside on, on which on, on planet Earth. He lived here in the United States at a time when it had the most uh, luxury, the most resources, and we had the most freedom of anywhere in the world at any time, probably heretofore, right?
1: And he had a pile of Bitcoins. And he it's had a, a pile of Bitcoins. A big old pile.
0: Why on earth would such a gentleman decide, I need to be freer? So, and now here's, again, the spoiler, what this guy eventually does is he decides to get get involved with this project where he's just going to go live outside all country limits on the ocean in this hut instead of the freest country ever. Because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be subject to the laws. He just wants to be free. There are no laws here that that he's got to worry about unless he's breaking them.
1: Well, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. He doesn't want to be under the thumb of the government. Doesn't He's want to follow the to rules. Free. Just wants to be free. Him and the in the sun. Yeah, I guess in the yeah, general I, sense I of smell, the word.
0: I smell tax fraud. <laughs> right. I smell right. tax evasion. I, I smell. So if I, if I hear. I mean,
1: a, maybe, but if you're going to, you probably some better methods than putting a, you know, 10 by 10 hut in the middle of the water.
0: Well, why else would people leave the country unless they're in trouble? Or they don't want to pay their taxes.
1: Maybe he saw this as like a business endeavor because I, I read in the articles mm-hmm. that he was trying to build a community
0: out there. Correct. So uh, maybe he was going to make money off of it. Yeah, there's better ways to make money. So I mean, hear me out though. So if I have a Bitcoin that's worth 10 bucks today, sure. and then in two years it's worth a million, I have something in, in the middle there called capital gains. Right? If it's yes. just a, if it's a commodity and it has gone up oh, that much, fair, I if I want to yeah. cash out, I have this problem. I got to pay tax. Or mm. I got to avoid tax. Or I got to commit crimes. You're talking seventeen percent. But if well, my if my bitcoins to were a million yeah. now,
1: and this Chinese company, I think you said in China they were buying a bunch, right? Tons of them. So they want to. They'll pay me like, look, I'm not going to pay you a million, but I'll give you five hundred thousand
0: for right. it. All right. So now my might gain well, it. Is- I could
1: just claim that on my taxes. Right, and pay tax on it.
0: Yeah. You have a $500,000 well, I mean, game. for all we know,
1: he did that, and he's just really into the seascaping thing.
0: Now, I also Seascape. know that if you live outside the United States, or at least I I'll have to look up the rules, but there, there's a time frame. If you live outside the United States and make income while you're outside the United States for a certain period of time, you're not subject to United States income tax. There are rules about when you, how many times you can come back, what your home base is, et cetera. You have to establish residence, I'm sure, but there, there's probably a whole list of IRS regulations that you have to meet in order to qualify, And I suspect that young Elwicker, whatever his name here is, his address is coordinates. Yeah, he's got it. He's got (laughs) geoprobing. Uh, So I I suspect that this has something to do with his interest in not paying tax on the sale or trade for his bitcoins. Because every time you trade, and every time you get more, you know, dark web or not, whether you pay it or not, it would be a transaction that is an accretion that results in accretion to wealth. How that gets categorized depends on what it was, uh, whether it was work for income or whether it was a capital gain or whether it was, you know, who knows. But, you know, you, you can't just say, now I'm a millionaire, sell your stuff and not expect Uncle Sam to stick his hand in the
1: yeah, I Yeah, I, mean, I wonder where this is. So they say he's a millionaire, but clearly there's no he's not holding millions of dollars in this little hut in the middle of water.
2: <laughs> no. So and
0: he's,
1: he's got it somewhere. somewhere. Switzerland yeah. or somewhere. Maybe, if he um, actually
0: has the cash. If he actually does or somebody's yeah. holding it for him. So I, anyway, this is, this is just my pessimistic, skeptical nature thinking, why would I go live in the ocean when I live in, to be free, when I live in the freest country there is, unless I owe money to somebody like the government. Yeah. That's, that's a, a fair analysis. And,
2: and even if that was their ultimate plan, was to avoid something, they definitely went about it the wrong way.
0: Well, it didn't work out. So, what well, no, it?
2: Because, believe it or not, you know, the whole international waters thing, That that's true. But really, a country has rights to up to 200 nautical miles away from their shoreline, and that's still within their, juris, their jurisdiction.
1: Yeah. Well, but apparently, is... he knew that because he's coming out, I guess, through somebody because he's on mm-hmm. the run, but through somebody saying, I was outside of 200 miles. They're saying he wasn't.
2: Yeah, because like, he was only 13 miles offshore, which is technically, oh, well, that's yeah, uh,
1: 13, well, yeah. Use your brain there, bud. He was, yeah, know, there, he bud.
0: was, he was that's not even close, that. man. He's <laughs> no. just waking up
1: in the morning. Waving.
0: Waving. <laughs> hey guys, Look, these no. these rules. These now here's where, here's where I get on my how awesome our country is soapbox. Because the rules you're citing, the things you're quoting here, are a lot like Bitcoin. They only yeah. work if everybody agrees. The it, so we can't we can't say, we can't enforce our interpretation of what constitutes um your border on Thailand unless uh they agree to it. And then what happens when they renege on that agreement? Some other country reneges on the agreement. So people leave our country with this basic conceptual understanding of how things work. We if it's if the light is red, you stop. If it's green, you sure. go. Those are the rules. Well, If somebody's not following those rules and there's no entity or government only to enforce like those basic rules and give you a like a uh, the matrix of freedom to operate in with certain parameters and you go somewhere else and expect those parameters to apply and they don't, you can get in trouble. Very much so, yes. And I think that's what happened to this guy.
2: Yeah, because technically, I mean, the law that Thailand is saying he broke is he's they're saying that uh, they threaten their nation's sovereignty.
0: Yes. So Thailand says immigration issues. I don't give a flying rats behind about your interpretation of our border.
2: Because, yeah, they're still within, they are within what's called the continuous zone or the contiguous zone of maritime law, which they can, that country can enforce tax laws, immigration laws, pollution, and customs.
1: So he didn't he didn't go there and file, he just to yeah. say, Hey, I'm I'm building this utopia thirteen miles right there on your coastline. <laughs> and you can't do anything. Yeah. To yeah. See is, it, yeah, I'm out here, I'm cool. So he, right. he he didn't go, he didn't apply. So what do for you, what do you think residency? the punishment for that is? Like maybe a fine? Not maybe cup probation, a couple days liberation. in jail. But, well they what's, probably, a, what's you know, they, what's they what's probably, a punishment? It, so you
2: Thailand go- they wanna do either uh, life in prison or the death penalty for threatening a nation's sovereignty. Oops. And they already <laughs> repoed the house, by the way. Uh, oh, they have it. As of yesterday at about 4 o'clock, All they right. took the house back to Thailand. So
0: let's back up here. Um, I don't think we've quite defined what this guy was doing. Um, for, for whatever reason, Both either because he is this, um, I don't know, uh, altruistic freedom seeker who just wants to go live in a commune and have nobody uh, sleeping in his
1: classroom. He's a m- 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 Millennial millennial hippie, millipie. Uh, we'll create so a new word. He's a you know,
0: <laughs> and he just wants to go live free and and that's it, and have no contact with whatever. So he and this this group, where are they from?
2: They are from. Well, he's from Michigan. She's actually his girlfriend. Is from Thailand.
0: No, but the group that that created oh, Ocean this co- Builders. All right, Ocean Builders is this company that decided yeah. we're going to create something called seascaping. Yay! Uh, and that means you are going to escape to the sea. You are going to live in this little hut that, to me, looked like a unsafe it
2: looks like a tent uh, I'm not gonna lie go to YouTube though the inside kind of, was
1: kind of baller though
2: don't get me wrong they had a good floor layout but like structurally I mean it was already leaning by the time uh Thailand actually took it off oh, because okay. it wasn't supported at all that well yeah I mean it I just, don't
1: understand how they even erected it
2: um, it's basically just a giant floating If you think you're a straw, it's a giant floating straw that they just had tethers down to the bottom of the ocean so it could still move, but yeah. really unstable.
0: Yeah. So I, I imagine when the first uh, well In that part, of the, there are probably uh, typhoons in that part of the world. Uh, when the first typhoon comes through and wipes you out, and you don't have any government to help you, now what?
2: Actually, uh, the reason why they picked Thailand is because that has statistically the most stable seas like in the world.
0: Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Well uh, so he's picking a place, and these folks are going to create a little community of seascapers out there, mm-hmm. and they're all going to live happily ever after. Well, the, the the government says, "Yeah, no, you're not going to do that. Not off our shore, no. and uh, we're not going to let you do that. And we don't care what your interpretation of the rules are." And uh, they decide that we're going to we're going to come get you.
1: Yep. Yeah. No. And when you apply it to our law like violating their sovereignty, like Mm -hmm. what they're really saying, and this is what they came right out and said with somebody in the immigration department there, is that they don't like that they're setting an example that someone else could do this, and that's what violates the sovereignty. But secondly, which is interesting when we apply what he was running from, his freedom from the United States, is They also didn't like that he was posting so much on social media. Correct. So if you get on YouTube and you look up this Seascaper dude, you can see the first four episodes of Mm -hmm. his plan, Mm -hmm. when it gets erected, what it looks like inside, and obviously that's cut off now because he's on the run, but it's just interesting that he was seeking this freedom and basically, they're saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Not only are you not going to get the freedom, but you're not going to get the rights you used to have." Do you have that
0: quote that they're? That, I, I, they're it's up in my
1: office. This but it, I mean, I read it like two or three times. I was like, "Wow, this is what they're—they're they're really saying they don't like that somebody else might do this, and you're suggesting somebody else can do it, and encouraging people to do you it." And secondly. Out. Just You're being so it. active on social media, it's now getting to a broader mass of people and getting this stuff behind it. Well, yeah, like, I
2: mean, Thailand's controlled by a, a dictatorship right now. I mean, why Why would you want your people? And Thailand has a ton of boats, like huge fishing boats. Why would you want your people thinking like, oh, wait, just 13 miles away? I can make that. Yeah, it, it's it's. You know <laughs> I mean? Like I get out there, that's easy. I'm gonna move out with the Bitcoin billionaire. <laughs> you mean it, there's no laws out there?
1: So no, yeah. I saw that picture. It seems small. If it's, I had his loot, I'd have got like a. I'd have, I'd have gone to the Russians. It and seems an go oil, go look oil. at the I'd YouTube like stuff. An oil though. rig or something. It's, it's not a, big, but it's, it's, it's like bigger 18, than you
2: think. It's like eight meters overall and like diameter. It's bigger than you think. Not, you can it's stand not up. Not bad.
1: Like you can stand. It's like when I saw it, it looked like you had to like lay in a bed to sit in it. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, it is. First of all. It's lunacy. I mean, it's just it's just lunacy. And and secondly, there's more to it, right? I mean, these seascapers are, are going somewhere to avoid something. And mm-hmm. I just can't accept that this dude really wanted to go live out in the middle of the ocean and have no contact with anybody unless I mean, there was some he's reason to out. do he's I, on, he's I mean, there, the there's run. people have
1: moved to, like, Alaska, and they just want to sure. live off the land and not yeah, sure. have contact with... Maybe this, that was what he was sky, thinking, but... but. Except
0: he doesn't not want to have contact. He's posting everything on social media daily. So this guy's looking That's for something. I don't understand. So he had to be going base. to shore to load well, this you, crap, right?
2: Uh, no, not really, because it has its own power source. Actually, because it's because oh. it, it is a fully powered uh, sanitary. It has its own water source. It is a house. And mm. It had its own Wi-Fi signal too. Actually, because it's really easy to get a Wi-Fi generator out there.
0: Oh, God, All right, so dude. here it is. is. He's just living floating around out there. But yeah. Your point's a good one, Jeff. Is like he goes to find freedom, and then he is run out uh, for violating one, so, uh, like what he would consider nothing short of complete freedom, is to say whatever you want on social media. Yeah. And it turns well, our out our government
1: would never make a statement like that.
0: Well, they sort of are, but it, 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 well, that's what's scary. Well, it's you know what I mean. To our happen. government, no, it's, and it's starting to happen. Oh, I, mean, there, I, I, I see talk of you know, there's talk of Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram sort of uh consign anyway well, i think well, we're a long way
1: away from though that violation being death penalty or life in prison
0: <laughs> it is it is a ma- it's all about when it starts all about when and how it yeah. starts so he's gone to a country that has no freedom of speech he is basically so imagine this scenario you get a foreigner just somebody from a different country sure and if if that is a dictatorship i don't know anything about that government but i suspect they hate us So you get a foreigner from a country that we hate or that we perceive uh, hates us, one or the other, and uh, they just decide to set up a homestead 15 miles offshore. You think we're going to be cool with that? (laughs) No. No. And Should we no, be cool with that? No, no, you can't
1: go 13 miles and move in up there, start setting Correct. up tents and then can't go to the United States. Lines. Yeah, yeah the United like, States. I mean, nobody. 13, can't build a wall. If you're still paying tax, I mean, nobody's going to stop you from doing that, I don't think. No, I no, mean, no, I don't no, no, no. no you're, yeah. you're a foreigner.
0: Yeah. You're a foreigner. Oh, I got you. I, and you're yeah, going to move 15 miles off the coast of Florida. And just hang out. Build a house mm-hmm. and just yeah. hang no, out. No, you know where I'm going
1: to move? Spring break. 201 miles off the coast of Florida.
0: That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> 201. So why didn't he move 201 <laughs> miles? Probably because it's not feasible yeah. uh, from a, uh, the oceans to, uh, who knows? No. Old
1: L. Ron Hubbard was smart enough to get a boat. and yeah, what they call those, the yeah, sea dogs? The or the sea dogs. Yeah. He was out there because yeah. he was avoiding the He, sea was, crowd, he like, was on the run. Seahorses
0: or something. He, he should have mined
1: for some maritime <laughs> law. Yeah, he got his shit straight.
0: We should get an Elron. Ron. We should do something. That, but, that's, but that's that's another story but it's it sort of isn't sort of isn't right because my first reaction to this guy is why not just go be a, just live on the hook right get a yacht and just cruise around and live on the hook yeah. it's the only way you, the only reason that I could come up with why you wouldn't do that other than if you really want to believe is altruistic I want to live free in the ocean is that he's expat he has no country he doesn't have a place that he doesn't have a passport so to speak because he's fled the United States I'm guessing without a passport and uh, he's entered that country I'm guessing without credentials Sure. And uh, he's a fugitive everywhere he goes. So
1: now, wh- where is he at? I don't. He's on Nobody the run, knows. right? He's, Nobody he's on knows. The run. He could Nobody be
2: knows. near Thailand, out of Thailand. In Thailand. So, so when, I mean, and
1: then she's because she was a, a part of this too. Because yeah. I think his is his girlfriend Thai?
2: Yeah, his girlfriend is, you know, about Thai citizenship. And okay. she has a son too that's so we're, involved. Where do they go?
1: Like, so she has. I mean, does she like. Uh, he would be you, better you off. You lose your citizenship if you're going to go out there and do in that. Thailand. <laughs> this goes back to the goat. Yeah, right. you the know goat. What I mean, if he had a, a billion goats, he would probably be able to get underground. Because right now, you got to pay people to hide underground. Yeah. Uh, how many people is he paying in bitcoins? Yeah, in they're going to be like, did I got
2: these bitcoins? Maybe he's got the yen. Yeah.
1: If he if he sold it to China, does he? Ha- maybe he's got a batch buried somewhere. I don't
0: know. Uh, actually, uh, maybe uh, he... Thailand's
2: pretty big when it comes to Bitcoin.
0: Are they? Uh, yeah, a
2: lot of the like
0: poor countries, Bitcoin's pretty prominent. So maybe that's why he goes there, right? Yeah, to, like because it's, his it's, stuff still has value there. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's got more of a value in, in, in Thailand. So mm-hmm. what do you do, Steve? Let's say we get a telephone call. Yeah. It's this man. It probably like this. Hey dude, <laughs> I can't tell you where I am right now, but I'm looking for a lawyer. <laughs>
0: I would say, John, I need help getting a transfer of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no Bitcoin problem. legal fees. No, because there's
1: probably no shaking out of this. I mean, he's either going to be on the run or he's going to get caught, and you, there's, you're going to be swift justice out of can it. He, hey, he can, he, can he come back? Or well, is there, did he, what did he violate if he <sighs> wants to come be like, hey, I know that I said you guys suck. <laughs> but maybe I was wrong. My bad. Can I? Can you help me out? Well, yeah. Here's the they question. They want to kill
0: me. Is he? Is he? What is his current status as a U.S. citizen? I don't. Th- I think he's lost his U.S. citizenship. At least that's the, that's the understanding that I have of it. So <laughs> can he come back? I Does mean, he have why to refile?
1: Why would he have lost his citizenship? No. I don't, know. I don't know. There, there is something. I don't. I don't. I don't know the law, but there is something that if you don't let. If you don't file that you're leaving, if you don't have a passport and you leave the country for so long without reporting oh, that you have yeah, left, yeah. well, how did he? That leave? you will. He I mean, you have to, to jump to jump on a. Oh, okay. Just get on a boat. Jet ski.
0: He took a jet you ski. You know what I'm saying? That to get on a plane and get over there, you got to yeah, have a passport a plane, to do no, that. But if you just boated over, he, then maybe he somebody, baked it. Somebody look this up while I talk about this. Look, somebody Google how this guy left the country. Whether he's got a. Um,
2: What's his name again? Chad. Chad Elwartoski. Elwart Tusky, and he's from Michigan. I want to look Michigan, Dearborn, I Dearborn,
1: think. Michigan. I was going to say he could have just gone up there and chilled on the peninsula he's, somewhere. He's there's there's European, all kinds man. of marshland. I mean, there's 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 a utopia of of being by yourself in Michigan. Well, it's not, let's
0: let's let's give this a little bit of philosophical pondering for a second. So let's say he was successful. Let's say there is a successful creation of this utopian sea world where people are floating around in these little bobbers. Uh, that, granted, they've got their own. Uh, uh, toilets and electric and Wi-Fi—they're just floating around out there. What it's at? like Kevin Costner out there in Waterworld. Waterworld, <laughs> man, you bet with gills. So, I mean, eventually they—they they grow gills, I suppose. But uh, an Aquaman might show up. I saw that movie, by the way. I liked it. I yeah. did too. Yeah. I, I feel like
1: I liked it. I it, liked it. What was it, the Gassers? Remember they had they had the they had the bet the, the oh, about Waterworld. I was talking about Aquaman. Oh, but Water, Aquaman. I liked Waterworld too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Aquaman.
0: Uh, Dennis Hopper's in Waterworld. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's let's say they create this utopian uh happiness and then human nature takes over and you know, El Wicker here whatever his name is decides that he wants what uh what John's got over in his little bobber. So he hops on his little dinghy. Pirates.
2: Yeah yes. piracy.
0: He hops R. on his dinghy and goes and steals. That was my next thing. But, yeah, you, you, I hop on my dinghy, and I'm going to go steal John's uh, toaster because mine broke, and uh, I need a toaster. And uh, Or I didn't catch fish today, so I'm going to take John's fish. And he says, no, you took my fish yesterday. Now you owe me fish. Yeah, but wait, this is utopia. He's a U.S. Uh, citizen. He is? Okay.
1: Yeah, because the U.S. State Department spokesman said April 18 that uh, the American government is aware of the reports regarding El Watarski, and what he's charged with in Thailand, it, and it takes responsibility to assist U.S. citizens abroad seriously. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're the same, acknowledging he's a U.S. citizen and that see if he they're going to look into it.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, when you go to another country as a U.S. citizen, you are immediately subjected to that country's laws. The
1: crazy thing is, you do, John, you might as well write this article because the next thing is the spokesman added that in the foreign foreign country, U.S. citizens are subject to the country's laws and emphasize that the U.S., uh, con- counselor officials cannot provide American legal advice, yep. represent them in court, or uh, affect their release. In addition, a group of the scribes as a team of engineering-focused entrepreneurs who have a passion of seasteading. Ocean Builders said Thailand is currently being run by a military dictator and predicted that Chad, if Chad were caught, there would be no trial for him because the Thai government has already been judge, jury, and executioner of this historic... Oh. Yep. Very first Seastead, man. So they're just taking a hard line, saying you cannot do this, and they didn't want to set a precedent.
0: Yeah, they already took the house. Yep. Like. <clears> yeah, <throat> they've taken it. It's done. So, but let's say it. Let's say it worked. Let's back to our little uh, sure. utopian Sea World. It, let's say it worked, and uh, Water World. we we'll call it, our utopian <laughs> Kevin Costner Water World with the evil guys who drive around on jet skis and then the. You know how much the, that thing cost, by the way. I'm Not trying to interrupt you. No, well, you're yeah. not. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. You want to yep. do it?
2: One fifty grand. Oh, man, I can.
0: I guess how many Bitcoin is that? Uh, 150 grand to be around. 150 murdered grand. In will put you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Great investment that's, idea there.
2: Ah, that's a good one. So, so he's the,
1: posting these videos saying there's going to be 20 more shortly. Come yeah. join our community. It's a utopia. Yeah, he just it's barked up the wrong tree.
0: It's basically water world. So you've got these people living on flotillas out in the middle of the ocean that it, it really have no means to protect themselves. So what's going to happen? The bad guys are going to get them. Yeah. You know, the pirates are going to get him. The Somali pirates are, or Tom Hanks is going to have to come and, and help him fight it because... Uh, I'd
1: be like, I ain't going to visit John anymore. I just saw he installed a plank. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's been making the neighbors walk it <laughs> for the last week.
2: Well, that's the thing when you go out there. I mean, that's where it becomes like the only rules or laws that are enforced are enforced by either force or money.
0: Like, well, let me give you a little history man. lesson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whitewash and gloss over a lot of this just for... Podcast sake, perfect. But there was this long period of time in our Western civilization history called the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and the Middle Ages were wrought with marauders and 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 Vikings and and people coming from the north with scary beards, sort of like yours, Jeff and John, and and red hair and fiery blue eyes, <laughs> killing people. Yep. And they would come into England and uh, and pillage. Uh, steal, kill, rob, and they were scary and mean and awful people. Uh, So what happened is the civilization changed to accommodate this, and we built castles. And then around the castles, we put moats. And then to get across the moat, we put uh, little bridges at times, and uh, everybody would sort of hunker in and live around the castle walls and create their little domains and become peasants and, uh, and become indentured to the lord who owned the castle why were they indentured because they needed the protection correct and they could go into the lord's castle when the marauders came to protect now this is oversimplified i realize this so all you historians out there are saying you're not right you're now all right i understand but this is conceptual stuff um and that is why we created a society with a hierarchy because those who had the ability to protect the others did it and that doesn't come for free and I, i wonder if this utopian world is just that unicorns and uh, utopian nonsense because what happens when Dennis Hopper on his jet ski comes marauding along and is going to steal everything you have and then capsize your bobber?
2: Yeah, you got to fight or flee. You got to fight. This is
0: utopia. We don't have any guns.
2: Well, that's your first mistake. They Uh, do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they took it. So now, but the other people don't believe in guns because in this utopian world where you live in the sea, you don't well, want you don't need pirates still do exist. So that's Aww. true. Bad guys exist. There are bad humans out there. That's the problem with this stuff. Is that, and then who's going to protect them? Not the government. They want to kill them. Correct. In fact, the government might be Dennis Hopper.
1: When you right won't. now, it's depending on how many bitcoins like he has, it. maybe he can buy himself out of this problem. If they're really interested in Bitcoin, plausibly, like if I was into, I right. mean, if I would, would be plausible. escaping. Like I would not be chilling at my mother in law's house, you know. Oh, he's in Thailand, dude. I'm I sure would be, somewhere. I would be gone.
0: So who's going to take him? I guess the only thing he can do is come to our come country. Home. Yeah.
2: Come back home. He's well, married. even if he comes to our country, comes back here, he can get. Because like a, extradited, extradited because Thailand and America have an extradition law. Yeah,
0: we well do. that's what I'm
1: saying. I The first thing I'd be googling would be extradition laws. Yeah, and like, all right, what what yeah. countries am I safe? He, so he's
0: going to seek a he's going to seek safety here, and there's going to be a there, there, then it's all of a sudden getting negotiated on an international. He needs level. a sanctuary right. city. The problem is, did he use up? <laughs> did he use up his stock, so to speak, by leaving? And and what what caused him to want to leave? Now he's still a citizen. My guess is. There's probably still some money somewhere in the background that he owes somebody about something. That's the you only know, I, I just can't accept that you would leave for. No I reason. would
1: rather be in the U.S. prison, yes, than yeah. in the Thailand prison. <laughs> That's so a good joke. Did you know me come back be like, all right, IRS, you got me. Right, you know <laughs> Here's what I mean. Some money. <laughs> Go play some bocce ball. You know. Yeah, hang out, enjoy hang your out, or, hang, hang out in your in 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 your prison they send you to because it's gonna be. Like like the Hilton compared to Thailand, mm-hmm. or yeah. I, if he's yeah. sitting in an American prison, he's probably getting. It. If they have an extradition extradition agreement, I mean, he's probably going back. Yeah, I mean, they're going to say. I mean, they say, uh, uh, I mean unless they can what negotiate they said, something, well, I mean I would be like, convict me, and you can't send me just as I serve the spokesman said. It's like, look, if you're going to go over there, you're subject to their laws, yeah. and we have this I mean, agreement. Why is he special? I mean, we got it. You got to go do what you got to do. We do it all the time, though. I mean, we're. I mean, it's like when that kid got caned. Yeah. So we couldn't stop that. it's like, they and Clinton they got Trump, him. It's like, yeah. Well, he was there. Was yeah, that, true. Was that Thailand? No, that no, was Singapore. That was Singapore. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah are, we gonna, are we really going to turn over a United States citizen to a foreign dictatorship that's going to kill him for reasons that we don't deem killable? Yeah. I don't think so.
1: But in a lot of ways, you know, everybody sees Singapore laws. We've done podcasts on this before um, with Alex. Uh, and everybody sees those laws as strict. But all that kid got for spray paint or whatever he did was caned. They're just saying, moving There's, off the coast, you going to die. Well, moving There's off the coast, worse.
0: inviting others to live with you. Yeah, and then, correct. Yeah, now yeah, you, that's an invasion. Now you've that created is, a perception of a because, national threat. Yeah. Because yeah. they were literally
2: encouraging their people, like their future citizens or their visitors, to go through the immigration channels of Thailand to get to them first, so they were yeah. literally trying to funnel people through Thailand to get to them. Like,
0: yeah, I could see why they get pissed about well, that. Well, sure, right? I mean, now what would our government do? Again, I try to flip this on, flip this sideways. What, what if, what would our government do, Jeff, if we had a Taiwanese or a uh, Thailand citizen uh, just camping outside our country, thirteen miles on the coast?
2: yeah in a floating
0: bobber you know it's like coast guard pull up and point back in the direction you came they would say yeah your country's that way son go that way and (laughs) take this trash with you yeah start walking yeah but we're gonna create utopia not here you're not (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm gonna do i'm going 201 miles bro (laughs) i'm gonna tell everybody that you guys suck (laughs) (laughs) yeah we already know that Right. So, and, and by the way, if you just if you just come back here and, and can get into our country, it's as free as it ever gets. Right. You can have whatever you want, whenever you want it. Right. It's really that simple. You have all the opportunity mm. you want to live freely, and use whatever resources you want to pay for or not.
1: It, it is kind of crazy to me, though, that my Wi-Fi signal sucks right now on my phone. But this bastard had <laughs> Wi-Fi that he's loading <laughs> videos <laughs> on in the middle of 13 miles off the
0: coast of Thailand. Look, he's a, he's a techie. <laughs> he's a techie, and you're not, right? Uh, you're like, like, what yes. happened to you? I mean, you're you're a millennial that that doesn't understand this. I problem. understand some of it, but you're right. I just don't.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I even hate the new Microsoft. I'm like, I want it the old way. I can't figure anything out. Like, the word. I just, it, I don't know. Oh, yeah,
2: Office 365.
1: Uh, I'm, 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 I'm coming hmm. to you sometimes. like, how do I do this with my email? How do I leave an away message? You're like, all right, here's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely. I go to John, like, how do I print this? It's
2: true. Yeah. No, I do that. I'm
1: like, no, actually, I don't do that anymore. Now I just do this. Hey, man, can you print this, this, and this for me? And John's like, yeah, easier. I got you, bro. It's just way just easier. Just ask me to way. do
2: it. I don't have to explain it. Yeah, but yeah. that,
1: where would you guys pick your seascape water utopia? Well, it's hard not to say the least I mean, choppy thai, water. I thailand, thailand's, thailand's out, though. That's, that's out there.
0: I mean. But
2: what if you built, instead of like a community, like a fortress? Like a water fortress, because you're gonna to have to protect yourself. Right? Well, that's water. You world. Make- now you're
0: back to Waterworld. The water evil world guys make- with the with the gasoline motors have yeah. it. Yeah, I mean this is just Mad Max on water. That's all this is. <laughs> That'd be a
2: great movie. I didn't yeah. see that movie. That's kind of Waterworlds like water world. World. I didn't I didn't check check that. It's out. pretty that good. People
1: dog it, it. People dog <laughs> <laughs> it. I don't, I don't <laughs> hate time. that. Movie. I remember when I first saw it, I was like. That
0: movie was good. Yeah, he just made too many epics, right? From Dances with Wolves yeah. to yeah. Waterworld to Robin the Mailman. Hood. I think the Robin Hood was running there. <laughs> it's he, like he these did... long, these huge epics. Now, now the Mailman. Now, it's terrible. The it's the just mailman. like there's one too many. You episodes. know what I happened to the watch the other
1: night was... though, just because I was like trying to pass the time, and it came up on my uh Amazon Prime is like, uh Prime, though, was, like, The Beach. Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, with you never heard The Beach? No, it's with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's very similar to what's going on here, except they weren't going to live on the water. Same thing. They literally are going, they go to an island and they swim offshore to a place that's supposed to be this utopia. Hmm. And people living there, you know, without any laws. And utopian And it sort of all goes sideways. It's a good movie.
0: You should look it up. It goes sideways because people are inherently bad. It's human nature. Human nature is a competition by nature. And there are going to be bad guys. Well, it's just things that you don't
1: think of. Like, what if good guys? in this movie takes that turn? It's like, what if somebody gets in a fight or gets injured or gets bitten by a shark, which happens in this as well? It's like, okay, great, you're in this utopia, but you're gonna die. There ain't no hospital, and ambulance, in a utopia. Nah. No, they're not calling it a utopia, but uh, Discovery Channel's got the show Naked and Afraid. Yeah, have you ever watched that. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. for a while, me and Shorty were just like addicted till we watched it, and then they had it to where they put like ten of their top, you know, survivors. Onto an island, and they put them all in different areas. Well, then after a while, some people started to find one another. Well, then one group had got together and they had fresh water and, and they had like nuts a team. and they were, yeah, they, they teamed up because they just kind of ran into each oh. other. Well, another group was just living miserably, had nothing. Well, then somehow one person was out scavenging, found that group that had their utopia, right? And they oh, were like, oh, oh yeah. my God, I found yeah, this in group. Great it. They've got, they've got, food, they're eating, you know what I mean, and they haven't eaten in days, and then all of a sudden, all the groups are getting together, and they're like this. They're like, okay, listen, what do we do? You know what I mean? How many people do they have? You know what I mean? If they come over here, that's going to cut into our rations. You know, we've been living this great thing now. So they kind of let some over for a while, but then they start cutting down, and they get into this whole argument, and then there's just... Then they're like, now we have to figure out how to get them out of here. And they're like, how can you kick us out? We don't even have water over there. They're like, yeah, but we have enough water for the four of us, and we have to get it every day. And now that you're here, now we're all depleted of water. And it was just kind of, you know, I mean, it's a social experiment that it's went survival. on the show. Sounds it's like a survival. metaphor for the
0: wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. That's a it's metaphor true. for immigration. It, it is, and, and I think this is human nature, right? Because what's your, you, we trade certain amounts of our freedom for protection and safety. True. And we have we have created a con we've created a contractual relationship, so to speak, with ourselves and the government to provide that. We've agreed to give some of our hard earned money, our income that we have traded for our goods and or services to the government in order to provide that for everybody. And then it becomes this delicate balance of how much do we want to give the governmental authority to have control over And every time we take a step in that direction, we give up something uh, in return, and that is freedom. Because, look, I mean, if if you want to study history, the the people, uh, just study what Mussolini did, what Hitler did. uh, Those guys made, um, at least for the people they liked, the safest environment they could have ever made, except if you weren't in their team, they just killed millions of people. Right, So it's like you, you can you can make that trade, but there's always a trade. There's always a trade-off. There's never perfection in any of this. And this guy's seascape would have been no different. Like he wanted to have his little utopia. But at the end of the day, uh, what happens when the marauders come and uh, they can't protect themselves? They've got to look somewhere for that protection. So they either create the, the flotilla, like you're talking about, John, yeah. and they agree to create some sort of societal environment where they can offer their own protection. Now, that would require a building and or purchasing arms that would require yeah. building and or purchasing uh, uh, safety barriers uh, and whatever else they needed to do that and then all of a sudden like the island utopia is gone right because mm-hmm. it, we, we as humans sort of have evolved this way and that's how it is And then to say like in your naked and afraid thing that another sea the, the sea mar- the seascapers are going to encounter some other people that want to take their seascape because they got the best fish.
1: I'm confused by the Naked and Afraid thing. Why didn't they just say, hey, man, I need some water? I got these bitcoins, dog.
2: i <laughs> 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 500 bitcoins for that
0: water. Now talk, you'll see how much value they have. there. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Right, right, right. So anyway, uh, that is, uh, I like the bitcoin thing. I like the seascape thing. I like the fact that it gives us a metaphorical reason to talk about how awesome things are here in our country if we just open our eyes and take a peek around. Mm-hmm. And for that, I'll probably get chastised. No, man, I love our country. This It's the best. Yeah. Is it perfect? No. no. But it still is the still best. still the best. <laughs> because I can tell you one place that's worse. Thailand. <laughs> 13 miles off the coast of Thailand. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's worse. I'll yeah. bet you we could list a few others if we really started thinking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that, that show is uh, Arrested Abroad.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I've seen
1: that That's crazy. That's a crazy one there too. You, you see some of these scams that these guys got going on. And it's funny when people get arrested abroad how they really wish they got arrested in America yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no know, they would they would trade they would trade it anytime
0: now here's what's funny all those things all those, the governments that they're dealing with the authorities they're dealing with at some point were either they either took power by force or they were granted power by consent and then it became like everything else in human nature Abused, Mm -hmm. And it's it's Lord Acton over and over and over again. I I urge everybody to study their history because power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. And that is true everywhere and here on Lawyer Talk, too. So that is Lawyer Talk, talking seascapes, talking international law, talking Bitcoin, and talking Kevin Costner and Waterworld. How does all that fit together? But it does, off the record on the air, at least until now.